Welcome once again to Wednesday on the World. I'm your host, Father Spitzer. On Sunday, Pope Francis declared John Henry Cardinal Newman to be a saint. And uh, what a tribute we should make to him because he had a huge influence upon Catholicism in the Western world, especially in an age of science and social science in its development. Uh, I personally was very influenced by three books uh, by John Henry Newman. I'll talk about it for a moment, but just for a second, uh, his influence on England uh, was uh, profound. Uh, he used to be uh, uh, of the evangelical brand of uh, the National Church of England, uh, later became an Anglican and an ardent defender of Anglicanism against the Catholic Church. And in order to fortify his arguments, Newman decided that he would go to the Church Fathers and there he would find the rationale for why uh, you know, a, a separation like Anglicanism from the Catholic Church would be justified. But as he did so, Newman found himself being pulled more and more into the Catholic Church. He couldn't get over it. The, the whole ethos, the liturgy, the appreciation of the spiritual life, the virtues, everything that Newman held dear, there they were, writ large in the fathers of the church and precisely carried through to um, the Europe and the England of the day in which he lived in the 1800s. And so Newman uh, found himself not being able to resist the pull. And so he wound up becoming, in 1845, to the shock of uh, Europe and, and even the Western world itself, uh, to the shock of all of them, he became a Catholic. And he not only became a Catholic, he became an ardent apologist for Catholicism and left behind a leg legacy which actually influenced uh, you know, thinkers in England and beyond uh, all the way until the current day. Uh, you might know about the New Oxford movement that took place almost 100 years later. People like G.K. Chesterton, and Hilaire Belloc, and C.S. Lewis, and J.R.R. Tolkien, and Evelyn Waugh, all of these people were inspired to some degree by John Henry Cardinal Newman, now St. John Henry Newman. So uh, um, just a little bit about my own um, you know, uh, uh, impressions from, from Newman himself. These three books are uh, so important in my own life. The first one is called Apologia Profita Sua. And in that book, uh, Newman, uh, right after his conversion, he, he wrote a series of articles which were later edited into a book. Um, uh, he, he justifies why he became a Catholic uh, because he was challenged to do so. And he assiduously works out the argument for why he did so. Uh, there are so many things in there, but the lesson we can all pull away from that today is that the more we go into the scriptures, the more we go into church tradition, the more we go into to the uh, church fathers, the more we're going to discover the Catholicism that has been so uh, perfectly sort of interpreted throughout the centuries to give us the church that we have today. In the end, said, uh, said uh, uh, Cardinal Newman, he said, there, there are but two roads, one that leads to Rome and one that leads to atheism. And of course, he took the one that leads to Rome, showing that the road to Rome is the way to practice authentic Christianity to this very day. Then um, a second book, it was called uh, An Essay in Aid of a Grammar of Ascent, uh, sometimes shortened to A Grammar of Ascent. Uh, this is a profound philosophical work, but it's a philosophical justification of the act of faith. 
Here we're living in a time, remember, Newman is living in a time when the English empiricists, right, Thomas Hobbes and John Locke, are having this incredible influence, and, and uh, the empirical view of things is, is dominating the worldview. And what Newman wanted to show and justify was that the act of faith was not only justified in terms uh, of an act of the will, but it was also rationally justified. And he does this by a brilliant argument where he uh, makes uh, several big distinctions. And uh, I'm just going to concentrate on one of those distinctions, and that's the distinction between formal uh, logic, or what he calls formal inference, and informal inference. And the, the informal inference was uh, what was needed for the day. Uh, formal inferences are still very valid, and, and you get a very fine proof for the existence of God from it. St. Thomas Aquinas offers some, and there's so many brilliant ones today from Bernard Lonergan and many other people that are really valid proofs, including myself. The problem, of course, is that it's a very narrow kind of an approach, and so Newman saw that there was even a bigger approach which could incorporate all of the sciences, all of the social sciences, and all the data that they could uh, provide. Like today we have, you know, the uh, scientific investigation of near-death experiences, the scientific investigation of early cosmology, the creation of the universe, fine-tuning of the universe, et cetera, et cetera. How do we incorporate, you know, all these things sort of elude a formal deductive argument. And he said, well, we could do this by an informal inference. We could bring together all of these antecedently probabilistic, uh, you know, dimensions, and we could actually then form, uh, you know, a, a single conclusion, an informal, nevertheless, very valid probabilistic conclusion, which is the convergence of all of these antecedently probabilistic individual facts, right? We could put them all together in one big argument that leads to this incredibly rich uh, appreciation and of incredibly rich treasury of evidence for the existence of God and who God is, not only through philosophy and deductive logic, but also through the natural sciences, and, and also through the social sciences, and also through the human spirit manifest in literature and, and history, in virtues and in vices. And he saw this as, as really another approach for the modern age. It, it was really influential, obviously, in my own life. The third book he, he talks, in his third book, the idea of a university, you know, again, Newman is operating in, in a worldview that, that uh, says, you know, at the time, right, in the 1800s, and especially in the mid-1800s, where, you know, all the sciences should be separated from religion, and metaphysics is nothing more than a bogus proposition, and so forth. And, and uh, what Newman says is, hey, wait a minute, all of these great faith propositions, all of the great building found blocks and foundations of metaphysics, you're abandoning them, and it's hurting your disciplines. It's hurting the natural sciences, hurting the social sciences. You've got to stop this, because what every science desires, what every social science desires, is to move towards its perfection. What's its perfection? Perfect truth, perfect love, perfect beauty, perfect goodness, and perfect being. That's what they're all tending toward. So what Newman is saying is, hey, wait a minute, everybody. Uh, if you divorce yourself, not only from your foundation, right, but also from your proper end, perfect truth, love, goodness, beauty, and being, if you do that, you're going to miss out in the beauty uh, of what you're doing. You're going to miss out on the perfection of where your particular natural science, whether it be physics, 
science, biology, chemistry, whether it be your whatever social science, whatever literature, right? All these things are pointing to the perfection, this 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 final cause, uh, you know, toward which it, it will find its fullness, right? You're taking away its fullness and you're taking away its foundation and origin. It, it, it's kind of a blasphemy of education. And so he proposes this beautiful integration between faith and, 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 and metaphysics on the one hand, and of course, all the natural sciences, social sciences on the other. He's truly a saint for a modern age. He's truly a saint that's very valid today. We can take these three insights, uh, not only to the bank with us, we can take them straight into the heavenly kingdom. Thank God Pope Francis has declared John Henry Cardinal Newman to be a saint, Saint John Henry Newman. Pray for us.